And good evening. It's a great, great Wednesday. How about that uh, worship team and uh, at the cross? At the cross, don't you appreciate that? I mean, being able to sing what I would consider to be some, some throwbacks, it almost made me uh, want to go over and get on the saxophone. And I don't even play the saxophone, but you know, it's one of those songs, man, just at the cross, it was wonderful. Uh, Pastor Jeff is uh, right that there's a lot of planning, a lot of things that are going on uh, right now as we get, get ready uh, to just rush right into Easter. Uh, I know that Easter, man, is that, that holiday, uh, that time of year that we have people that just flood onto our campuses. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, we know that Easter is right around the corner. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, someone helped me to remember that Easter is right around the corner today whenever they, uh, they looked at me and uh, looked at my shirt and told me that because of my shirt, I look like the Easter bunny. So... I mean, what do you do with that? You just kind of say, well, hippity-hoppity, Easter is on the way, you know. <laughs> but how, how many of you know that the title of the message tonight is that uh, brand matters, brand, brand does, does matter? Uh, that is just uh, kind of re- really where I want to take off uh, from tonight and just focus on that, that one idea, that concept that brand, brand matters. And um, when we talk about brands and the brands that really do uh, matter to us, uh, it's interesting to see where some of the names of those brands originate, where they come from. And uh, in just preparation for tonight, uh, one of the products uh, I think that probably is found in every household is WD-40. Uh, and in preparation for it, um, up until just uh, over the last few days, I had no idea what WD stood for. Uh, much less the 40, but I just knew that, hey, if there was a door that squeaked, you would just say, hey, go get the WD-40. You know, if you needed to kind of loosen something up, you would just kind of squirt and say, uh, go get the, the WD-40. Well, I found out that WD is, I believe, water displacement, and the 40 um, comes from uh, the fact that on the, the 39 times up to that point, they had failed, but on the 40th try, they came up with a successful solution. Thus, WD-40 is how they come up with that name. And I'm sure that just like myself, many of you have a, a can or multiple cans out in your garage or some closet, uh, but brand matters. And then uh, Blackberry, I, I don't know. How many of you remember Blackberries, uh, the Blackberry days? Uh, and, and still to, the, to this day, there are a lot of corporations uh, that issue their uh, employees uh, Blackberries. Uh, even um, uh, there are those in the, the government, everyone has a, a Blackberry uh, and that's because uh, post 9/11, uh, I believe BlackBerry. If I'm 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 close on this number, they uh, they put together I think it was close to 43 or 44,000 patents related to security, and so that's why a lot of your corporations and even the government they utilize the BlackBerry phone. And and the name comes from the little uh, how many of you remember the little buttons on the outside of it? Really uh, re- resembles droplets of the fruit, the BlackBerry, and so that's how they came up with the name for the BlackBerry phone. And then, of course, uh, Amazon, uh, Amazon, and uh, Jeff Bezos, and who is now the wealthiest, uh, I believe, the wealthiest man in the world at uh, close to 135 billion dollars uh, is his uh, worth, and uh, really said, "Hey, I, I wanted to come up with a name that was at the top of the alphabet letter uh, 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 list, alphabet list." And then, uh, of course, um, 
the namesake, knowing that the Amazon River is the largest river in the world, uh, early aspirations was that someday my company would be the largest company in the world. And so that's where it came from. Uh, but brand, brand matters. Even for a 10-year-old, a 12-year-old kid uh, like myself in the early 80s, uh, I know that uh, at every time in late summer, early fall, as we were preparing to go back to school, uh, we would go and do our shopping. And um, uh, for a certain period of time, we would always make our way to Southgate Shopping Center and Tom McCann. How many of you in the house remember Tom McCann at Southgate Shopping Center? And that's where we would buy our shoes and uh, jocks, jocks, tennis shoes. Um, is what we would wear. The problem is at that time uh, in the early 80s, Nike was on the scene. It had already captured about 50% uh, of the market. And so uh, for a young kid, 10-year-old, 11-year-old, 12-year-old, it was not cool to walk onto the school campus with Tom McCann shoes, jock jocks tennis shoes on your feet. I mean, if I could hide them, I would, but there was nothing about the jocks uh, tennis shoes that gave the, the swish, the Nike swish. Uh, but of course, as uh, my parents, we, ne- we really never did without, but as the margins began to kind of uh, grow a little bit, uh, we were able to uh, kind of um, get into some brand names. And Tommy Hilfiger, of course, in the mid-80s, late-80s, just rushed into the market. And, and so I, at least I had some type of confidence when I was able to put my Tommy Hilfiger shirt on uh, and I'm wearing my jocks tennis shoes. So, I mean, hey, we're, you just got to, that balance is there. And so my parents, I had my Tommy Hilfiger. Something about the name that's kind of stitched into the collar and even the logo that's on the front of the shirt uh, uh, brand matters, and, and I know that brand matters to you too. And here's how I know that, because there are some of you guys in here uh, that will drive Ford only. You would never, ever be caught in a Chevy vehicle whatsoever. Brand matters to you. And some of you say, man, BMW versus uh, Mercedes. You may say, hey, domestic versus import. Uh, it matters. There's no way I could ever drive a Chevrolet pickup truck. That's where some of you guys are not getting an amen, at least off of that one. But Chevrolet, you would never be caught in anything else other than the brand that matters to you. And some of you ladies, listen to me. Brand matters to you too because I know there are a lot of cosmetic closets and drawers at home. Uh, I did some research and white rain hairspray or Aquanet hairspray, you can pick that up for about a dollar, somewhere to two dollars. But there's a lot of counters that have Chi hairspray coming in at about $20 to $21, $22 per can. So brand does matter to you. I know that. I, I can tell you, here's, here's what I can also tell you, that brand matters to some of you, especially for some of you that have restored your marriage uh, over the years, and there, there have been books, authors that are on the front of the book, uh, whether it be uh, Emerson Egrich, and you talk about love and respect, anything that that author would come out with because of the impact that it had on your marriage, you, you gravitate to that and said, man, that, that, that material, that content 
uh, is outstanding. It did wonders in, in our marriage. And, and for some of you individuals, and in, including in my own life and in my own marriage, you may point to just an, an instrumental man in, in, in Dr. Richard Dobbins and what we refer to as Doc and, and the Emerge Ministries that was birthed from him. And to say, man, everything that he touches, anything that he has to say is golden, that, that his brand matters. He, he made my life better. He made my marriage better. And you can point to that. And, and some of you can say that as we begin to learn to balance a, 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 a checkbook, uh, uh, we, we can point to Crown Ministries and say Crown Ministries and the way that they do finance uh, made a difference in my household. Some of you can point to Dave Ramsey and the whole envelope system, living like no one else today so that you can live like no one else in the future. Uh, it's been so impactful in your life that some of you, I can, I, can, I can say this tonight, some of you have stepped to the plate and you've made an investment of $100 into another couple, another individual, and say that Dave Ramsey, anything that Dave Ramsey puts his brand on, I'm all for it, I'm all in. Right down to you businesses, you business owners, and Stephen Covey, and anything that has Warren Buffett on, you say, man, brand, brand matters. And the reason brand matters is because whenever we put it on, that we wear it, or that we're reading it, we, we begin to gain confidence we begin to say, man, you know why? Anything that they do, anything that they release, uh, not only that, I know that it's reliable. This product is reliable. And I know that the brand matters because it's trusted. I know that it'll never, ever let me down. And so the idea for tonight that brand matters, brand matters, I can tell you that the name of the Lord matters. Amen. That the name of the Lord is something that gives us confidence as followers of Christ. That the name of the Lord is reliable. That the name of the Lord is trustworthy. And I believe that God has something for us tonight. And if you open your Bible up to the Old Testament, and we're going to first launch from 2 Samuel chapter 10, and then we're going to flow into Psalm, uh, I believe it's Psalm 20 is where we're going to take off after 2 Samuel. But in 2 Samuel, if you'll turn to chapter 10, and the story, the, the, the story that's unfolding there is, is David has an, an, an encounter with the Ammonites. And the king of the Ammonites had just passed away. And, and David, his dyers, and I'm paraphrasing this until I get to my passage of Scripture, sends his servant, sends his representation to the Ammonites just to kind of show kindness. And to say, because of what your father Nahash has done for me. I want to show honor for him, and I'm sending my representatives to you guys. And Hanun at that point, who's now taken the throne, the son, begins to listen to those that are closest to him, and they say, you know, do you really believe that David, David has come to show honor and kindness to you? Do you really believe that? Come on, David. David is just slaying kingdom after kingdom after kingdom. Do you believe that he's really coming to show kindness? We believe that he's coming to send his spies so that he can come in and overtake us. And the king believes that, and he captures the representatives from David. And he cuts their beard off in half. And you have to understand that that brought great, great, great shame, great embarrassment to know that their beard has been cut in half. 
Not only that, but he, get this now, he, he took their garments at the waist, right around the buttocks, and cut it completely off to where they have to return home in great humiliation and shame. And at that point, it signals just a war cry from David that, hey, here I am trying to extend kindness to you. And this is an act of war for what you've done to my men. And he, he intercepts them and sends them to Jericho and says, wait until your beards grow out and then you can come home. I don't want you to experience any of the embarrassment or shame that comes with the way that the Ammonites have treated you. And he speaks to his chief commander, Joab, in Abishai. And he says, guys, get ready. We're sending all of our guys, all of our troops into war. Get ready. I need you guys to gather up. We're going once and for all. This is, this is enough. The disrespect that they have shown to us, we're going to battle with these guys. And of course, Joab begins to make his way out to the field and leading the troops. And he, he looks out and he sees, he sees thousands and thousands and thousands of men ready, chariots, horses. He sees them in front of him. He turns and he sees the enemies behind him. And he looks to Abishai and they begin to strategize. And he, and he said, hey, listen, you need, you need to make sure that you're fighting. If I look back and I see that you're, you're struggling, I'm going to run and I'm going, I'm going to assist you. You do the same for me, brother. If you see that I'm struggling, then, that I need assistance, you stop and you come and you reinforce me. And they're strategizing. And as I'm preparing this message this whole idea that's going on through uh, Abishai and Joab, I'm thinking of small groups. I'm thinking of small groups to say, man, that when we do life together as brothers in the Lord, as we do life together uh, in small groups as couples, and, and we have a chance to look and we see that there's one couple that's struggling over here, that we have the confidence and we can say, you know what, whenever I see that, that things are happening, things have been turned upside down, listen, I can tell you that I'm going to run and I'm going to be there to support you, and that, that they in return say, hey, listen, when you begin to struggle, I'm going to do the same for you. And I see this conversation happening in 2 Samuel. And I, and I thought of the small groups. And then in verse 12, here's the passage of Scripture where Joab says, listen, be strong. Let us fight bravely for our people and the cities of our God. And the Lord will do what is good in his sight. It's amazing that before they step out and they raise a sword, before they crawl onto a horse's back, before they jump onto a chariot, the passage of Scripture that caught my attention is whenever Joab said, listen, for the Lord will do what is good in his sight. To know that there's a confidence that comes from the past. To say we're standing here today and, and God has allowed us to be victorious. Yes, absolutely, we will fight strongly and we will fight bravely and we will fight together. But we go in the name of the Lord. Brand matters. The name of the Lord matters. And why is that? Because the name of the Lord gives us confidence. The name of the Lord goes with us when we leave this campus. The name of the Lord we can call on at any time when we're in our cars, when we're in our home, and we can call on the name of the Lord with the understanding 
that yes, God has equipped us to fight the battles that may come our way. But here's the good news, is that the outcome and the results belong to the Lord, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the one that we worship and exalt. Amen? And you can continue to read on in 2 Samuel, and you can see how the story begins to play out, and they, they are victorious. It says that in that passage of Scripture that David, that he slayed 40,000, slayed over 700 chariots, and they were victorious. That's the same confidence that we can have that when we walk into the battles that we face every day, all we have to do is believe in the name of the Lord. I love that out of this story comes to a Psalm chapter 20. That as the psalmist is writing, and he writes in verse 1, and he says, May the Lord hear you when you call, when you're in your distress. May the name of the Lord, of the, the, the God of Jacob, protect you. Not that the, at the mention of his name that it's some, some magical charm or that it's some wand that's being waved. But yet the name of the Lord carries all of his, his, all of his authority and all that he is. It's synonymous with the power and the authority that comes at the mere mention of his name. It says that what demons will what? Flee. At the mention of his name, all authority comes and it provides us protection as followers of Christ. I can tell you that uh, whenever I was uh, much younger, my sisters and I, uh, Sherry and Lori, uh, we, would, um, we, we, would, we would argue and we would carry it on even past an argument, and we, we would fight. And so um, uh, I'm going to share with you, I know that my dad has shared from the pulpit before that, uh, that I was given clear instructions that I could not touch my sisters. But I need to know that I have confidence in this room tonight that if I share with you that uh, that, was not always, that was not always obeyed, that there were those moments that I unleashed on my sisters uh, the can, are, am I safe here tonight? Uh, he's probably watching online, but, but there, there were those moments that doors were kicked off hinges, uh, that, that bedposts were knocked off the bed. Uh, there were moments that the closets, holes in the wall, we, we just had knockdown, drag out fights between uh, the three of us. I mean, we got after it. And, and then there were those moments that as we, as we begin to tussle, and maybe there was mom and dad was in the house somewhere nearby. Uh, and I was getting ready to just unleash. Uh, you know what they did? You know what they did? They, they would, they would at, the, at the top of their voice, would yell out, Mom, Dad, Timmy, and, and just dot, 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 Mom, Dad. And, 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 that, and that just froze me. There was nothing that I could do because I had heard that name, Mom, Dad, and they invoked all authority and power that comes with that name of Mom, Dad, Timmy, and immediately I began to stop because I didn't want the wrath of MWB or Sharon Diane stop me in my tracks. If we look at the passage tonight, that when we call on the name of Jesus, in our most desperate time, our most desperate hour, it invokes all the power and the authority 
that we receive because of who abides within us. And that's why brand matters. That's why the name of the Lord matters. And that's what's happening and that's what's transpiring even on the battlefield as Joab and Abishai and David and the entire army are moving forward and and they begin to call upon the name of the Lord knowing that all of the power and authority of God was unleashed and they were victorious. That same power and that same authority is ours tonight. Can you say amen? God is good. And in verse 7, in that passage of Scripture, he says that some, some of you trust in chariots and some of you trust in horses, but we believe what? In the name of the Lord our God. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we trust in the name of our Lord, of our God of our Savior, and that we can call on that name and to know that, hey, regardless of the battle that we're entering into, the challenge of that season or that opportunity that we're faced with, that we can trust in the name, that we can have the confidence that comes from calling on the name of our Lord, that we can walk and know that He's reliable, that He'll never let us down, that He'll never, that he'll never leave us that we can walk with great trust and know that, man, we're calling upon the name that changes lives, amen, and his name is Jesus. And so what do we do, what do, we do with that? How do we, how do we live this out in, in just a matter of three days, four days before we come back together? How do we say, man, I, I desire, I desire to trust God completely. I, I think that we need to really kind of do an assessment of where we're at in our own faith, within our own walk. And we say, what is it, what is that, what is that chariot that's in my life? What, what, is, what is that horse that's in my life? God gives that to us, but do I trust more in my chariot? Do I trust more in my horse than I do in the name of God? Do I trust, let me put it this way, do I trust more in my retirement account? Do I trust more in what may be in my checking account? Do I trust more in what a counselor may communicate to me and it's all good? Do I trust more in the latest business book or do I trust in the name of the Lord? That the first thing that I do is that I run and I say, God, I need instruction. God, I need you to speak to me. I'm calling upon the name that is higher above any other name. Is it okay for us to plan? Absolutely, we plan. Is it okay for us to depend on that counselor, depend on that content? Absolutely. But if we believe that brand matters, we believe that the name of the Lord matters. Because his name has been seared on every heart of that man and woman that has called on Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Can you imagine what what our church would look like if we were excited and enthused when we come together and we say, today we exalt the King of Kings and we call upon the Lord. Can you imagine what what our marriages will look like? Can you imagine, imagine about the employment situations that we face every day, every month, and we say, man, I'm calling upon the name of the Lord first. Can you imagine what our lives would look like? 
Can you imagine? I love it. Can you imagine what our small groups would look like that if we said, man, I know that you're faced with a challenge. I know that you're going through a difficult hour. But man, we're going to call upon the name of the Lord together. What would our small group ministry look like here at Victory Church? It looks great, but I know that there's so much potential that can, be, that can come from the group of people that are right here in this room when we say that brand matters, but even more importantly than brand, it's the name of Jesus Christ. And that's the name that I exalt. That's the name that I call on. His name matters. Some of you tonight, you may be watching online, you may even be in the room, and you've never acknowledged the name of Jesus Christ as being the Lord and Savior of your life. And that's your next step. That's where it all begins, where we can say, how do I walk with confidence. Who is that person that I can rely on? Who is that person that's trustworthy? His name's Jesus. Amen. Every head is bowed and every eye is closed. And that may be you tonight in the room saying tonight, Pastor Tim, I need to call upon the name of the Lord. I need to turn my life over to Him. And if that's you, if you're watching online, and you, may, you need to make that decision It's a simple prayer of surrenderance, acknowledging that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. It's a decision that can be made tonight that we don't have to wait until Easter. We don't have to wait until tomorrow. We don't have to wait until we come back on Sunday. that if the name of the Lord matters, you can make that decision right now and simply ask Jesus to come into your heart to wash all of your sins away, to forgive you, to make you a new creature in Him. And if you're saying that prayer right now, we believe, and the Bible tells us, that God sees it, God hears it, and you're now a follower of Christ. You may be on the other end of that spectrum and say, man, Tim, I've been walking faithfully with the Lord for years, if not decades. And I'm still, I'm still trying to nail, nail this down to where my first reaction isn't that I run to my checking account. My first reaction isn't that I run to try to seek counsel from someone that may be near and dear to me. But I'm still trying to nail that down to where my full trust, the full weight of who I am to where I run to God and I ask for him to give me guidance and direction and that I call upon the name 
of the Lord. And if that's you in this room tonight, or if that's you online, we're praying for you. But if you're here tonight, we have our our altar team in place, and Pastor Randy is going to lead us in a a worship song as we all kind of stand to our feet tonight. If that's you, we're going to take just a few minutes. He's going to lead us in a worship song, and if that's you, we're going to ask that you come forward and call upon the name of the Lord. How many of you know that the Lord already knows the challenges that we're facing, the difficulties that we're going through? And he's, he's there and he's not desiring to protect us. He's desiring to give us confidence to be able to walk with great courage and to fight bravely. And all he's saying is just call upon me. Call upon me. If that's you, begin to make your way to the altar tonight. And we'll come back in just a few minutes for the benediction. Yes, 
So, Father, we thank you for tonight, God. Thank you for your word. Lord, thank you for the power and the authority that comes through you. I pray, God, that we will leave this campus with great confidence, Lord, that we will live with great courage to know, Father, that all of that comes from you and that at any moment that we can call upon the name of Jesus Christ. And we're told that you would be there with us. So I pray, Father, now, God, that you would give us favor and blessing as we depart. God, bring us back on Sunday, whether it's here on the North Campus or South Campus, ready to receive from you once again. I pray, God, also that we'll make a difference, Lord, in the community in which we live. I pray, God, that we would be an instrument that you use to bring about life change. Life change here on the campus, but also on the streets that we live and the the businesses that we work for and work in. I pray now, God, that you be with us. Lord, thank you for tonight. Lord, give us protection. We ask this in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen, amen. Thank you so much for coming out tonight. We look forward to seeing you on Sunday morning. God bless. Thank you.